Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Erin's salon is officially open, so we got her back this week. It's the life of an entrepreneur. Things get nutty, so um, but the salon is beautiful, and I was lucky enough to be Erin's first first client in, so um, it's amazing. Yeah, it's super exciting, but we're sitting in the back room right now, and I'm just looking at it like, oh my god, there's still so much more to do, so it never ends, but... No, it doesn't, Everybody loves okay. the salon, and the front is pretty, and yeah, it's just been kind of crazy and like surreal, but but fun. Jacob said, so every time I pop into the salon, I can just like... You just have, like, this glow about you when you're working in there. And I was like, oh, because I kind of feel that way. But uh-huh. I, you know, it's funny for him to point it out. So, Aw, yeah. yay. No, that's exciting. And congratulations. It was a labor of love, and it turned out beautifully. So. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, how was your Easter? It was good. We um, spent the day at Jacob's parents' house and just had, like, a not super big, but nice size I guess you know things are getting bigger as COVID gets further away I guess yeah um yeah some of his aunts and uncles came over and 
Bear, like, it was the first year that Bear really knew about Easter or Mm -hmm. was, like, excited for Easter, I guess. Yeah. So, he was all about the Easter eggs. Yeah. We saw, we went to Island Park the day before. Yeah, Saturday. And there was somebody dressed up as the Easter Bunny, like, handing out little, like, candy bag things and... He was kind of, <laughs> he was kind of creepy, so. Yeah. Bear was just like, uh, you could tell. He was like, this is the Easter Bunny, like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I like this. Uh, yeah, and, I get that. But he was a good sport, and so everything that he got yesterday, he mm-hmm. was like, did the Easter Bunny from the park bring these? <laughs> and I was just, and Jacob's mom was like, yeah, that was him. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, now he has this creepy, like, version of the Easter Bunny in his mind as, oh, like, no. the real Easter Bunny, but... I saw a creepy Easter bunny. We drove through, um, we went to my sister's house on Saturday and she lives in Junction City. So we drove through El Dorado through like their little downtown and there was an Easter bunny. Like, I think it's creepy when instead of doing like an actual bunny head, like, you know, like a full on costume, they have like the Easter costume, but it's a, a person's face, you know, and they paint it. Um, oh, and yeah, like, that is creepy. it was creepy and they were like, I don't know what they were handing out. We, you know, obviously I drove by, but somebody was sitting next to the Easter bunny with like a bucket of, I'm assuming candy, candy and yeah. the Easter bunny was waving. I was like, I'm terrified and I'm a fully Any grown child adult. Would be, yeah, yes, it was creepy. Ew, so yeah. yeah, I can't imagine, but, um, I think it's better just left to the imagination, honestly. Yeah, I would so agree. kind of like, oh no, at the bar. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, it was it was a little awkward, but it was okay. I mean, my niece and nephew that are really young and are into the uh-huh. Easter Bunny, obviously. Um, it's not going to be, like, burned in their memory. Yeah, well, they didn't see it, but okay. I was just thinking about if they saw it, um, but they didn't go anywhere with with the Easter Bunny. And so it was actually kind of crazy because um, we Levi and I got the COVID shot, like, a week and a half ago, the um, one-dose one. But both my family and Levi's family that we we got together with my family on Saturday and his side of the family on Sunday, um, everyone had had COVID shots except one person at each house. So it was just kind of crazy that it was getting there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And plus, we're going to New York in May um, for vacation. So I kind of thought it was good to have it. So. And in case anyone's wondering, we got the one dose shot and I didn't have any reaction at all. Levi had slight chills and um, he thought maybe he could have had a fever, but he never took his temperature and he was fine by lunchtime. So, oh, good. I yeah. wondered how you guys felt afterwards. I felt fine. Um, I kind of went into it though, like telling myself I was going to be fine. Yeah. So it was just like a mindset thing. And I don't know if Levi will listen, but I also think men generally oh, for seem sure. to have yeah. more of a, even just like a head cold. Like 100%. you can obviously That's have they the, call it the man flu, right? Yeah. The man flu, the man cold. Um, so anyways, but, um, if you're, if you're curious or if you're local to Winfield, I know the health department has them now, both, both kinds, the two dose and the single dose. So okay. go check it out. If you're, if that's your thing, no pressure. If not, I'm not here to be. Pro one way or the other, just spreading information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, cool. yeah, so it was a good weekend, but, um, we actually kind of have a fun topic that I feel like kind of flows into after having like a holiday weekend and some time off where 
I actually still did see a few things that kind of could lead to this. And the topic that we decided on was burnout. And um, I I've, am in a course and we've been talking about that. But I also saw like a couple of entrepreneurial type people posting like basically, yes, it's the holiday. Yes, like <clears throat> enjoy time with your friends. But like, don't forget to work your business. Like, you're if you're, you know, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm not even like an overly religious person. It's not that. I mean, we've all all talked about that. It's not like I'm like, oh, Easter is like sacred. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. But it's still like a time to be with family and like, you know, both sides of our families are more religious, so mm-hmm. they really do believe in that celebration. Um, and we want to partake in being with our families, so. Um, I thought this topic was perfect when Erin suggested it, so. Cool. Yeah, I just, I feel like finally all of the things are settling a little bit when, mm-hmm. now that the salon is opened, and I don't feel as much, like, pressure and stuff <laughs> like that, and I, but I, I'm kind of, like, on the, I don't know, almost like a hangover, you know? Oh, of, yeah. Of all of that building up, you know, because, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure when you opened Winfield Local, it was similar like all the emotions that you're like just working through and they build up and then all of a sudden you're just like kind of on the high and then you're kind of like oh gosh like that was a lot yeah (laughs) well it's like you're kind of feeling pressure but excitement and you're scared and like it's just an overload yeah everything yeah for sure so this is perfect topic for it um well I guess what before jumping in I was just gonna read the actual real definition of burnout, just so everyone knows what we're talking about. In case you're unfamiliar, it's obviously kind of just a a term that's used loosely. But um, So it came out in 1974 by Herbert Freudenberger, um, and his book actually was Burnout, The High Cost of High Achievement. And he defined it as the extinction of motivation or incentive, especially where one's devotion to a cause or relationship fails to produce the desired results. So, um, you know, I think it's, I mean, that was obviously what, 74, like almost 50 years ago Mm -hmm. that that came out. So it's crazy that something like that was even out in 50 years ago with the fact that I think it's gotten even worse as technology becomes more readily available. Oh, for sure. Well, more people are self-employed, more Mm -hmm. people are entrepreneurial, like, I think it's just way more common for people to think they have to like hustle, 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 hustle instead of back then a lot of the jobs were just jobs that you get out of high school, maybe, maybe go to college Mm -hmm. and like you just have this career that's like always, you know, just consistent for the rest of your life. You're not like really working to climb up a ladder or, you know, it's, it's so much more complicated now. But there's so much more opportunity, which is exciting. Yeah. I just think that that makes it easier to wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. And I actually saw one of the things we talked about um, was the fact that – so the 40-hour work week was created for factory workers. Mm-hmm. Like that was the whole point of it and not in a any sort of demeaning way for factory workers, but it was a – The reason that they were able to create that is because they were working on assembly lines and it was something that you didn't have to quote unquote think about Mm -hmm. um, what you were doing. You know, you were doing the same repetitive motion, like moving one part to this, screwing something into this. Like, you know, it was a very kind of like 
repetitive motion that you could kind of do on autopilot. Yeah. And um, I think that something people don't realize is that we have continued the 40-hour work week when it was created for a factory setting. And obviously, we still have factories, but then again, there's also like robots so <laughs> and yeah. taking the, that space. And we have moved to a corporate environment, even something that is entry level, like customer service still takes oh more yeah. of a thought and brain power than it does a, you know, a, a habitual job where you're kind of in that repetitive motion. Yeah. Obviously there are some corporate jobs that are like that, but it can be like completely, it, it's a completely different energy. People, yeah. And not dealing with like inanimate objects. Yeah. It's so much more draining. Yeah. Because you can be trained on a job, but like the way Bob calls into a customer service and talks to somebody is completely different than how Susie calls in yeah. and talks to customer service, well, you depending know, on who you talk to, that's going to like affect your energy differently. Every single person. Yeah, no, so. definitely. And so I think it's kind of an interesting topic to even just kind of think on the fact that we dedicated 40 hours where it wouldn't burn you out all the time mentally. Like physically, maybe it was hard because obviously there's that labor. But when we're talking about burnout, it's not usually a physical burnout. That definitely can happen. And you see that happen, I think, a lot with like athletes and mm -hmm. even like Manual bodybuilders. Labors. Yeah. I or mean, like, yeah. I feel like... Um... I don't know, like rock quarry people. Like, yeah. I'm sure after a week of <laughs> yeah. working, like your body is kind of like over. Yeah. But, or sometimes I guess like they work straight. I, we have a guy that comes into the salon and that's what he does. Mm -hmm. He works like three days or three weeks without a day off. And I'm just like, how is your body not wrecked? And he's like, oh, it probably is. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just used to it. So. Yeah. Um, I think though what, um, I find kind of, I think that what I was getting at with the, um, you know, being mentally burnt out is kind of the burnout that we're talking about. Yes. Obviously, you can physically burn yourself out too, but there's also that piece of like at some point, like, you know, he maybe sound, sounds like he kind of has built up his yeah, tolerance or whatever. Almost, but, but um, you know, now we're stuck in front of a computer or working a job or even like what you do, you know, stand, you stand. And I, I was thinking about this. So we went to that bridal fair mm -hmm. and I felt like all of us, you know, we work in front of a computer and like, or, you know, like I can kind of move throughout my house where I'm working out, but a lot of people can, you know, and standing for that long period of time. I know all of you guys I felt were like, so Ugh. stiff. I was just like, I'm crunchy. Like, I feel like yeah. I was going behind the trailer and doing yoga poses because I was like, uh -huh. this is, well, Laura yeah. was just like, Oh, I can't like, it's so yeah. Like she's, she was talking about how her body felt like just standing all day. And I was like, yeah. I know Jacob and I were sitting in the trailer at one point and he was like, man, my body is just wrecked. I was like, I know it's just like when you're not used to it, like, mm -hmm. and I'm some, I work out five to six days a week. So it's not the actual quote unquote physical part of it. It's just like what your body is used to, used to or adapts to. But anyways, that was just something I was thinking about as well. But, um, Aaron's obviously on her, on her feet all day long. <clears throat> excuse me, when she's doing hair and, and doing those kind of things. So her, she was probably the most used to that. Oh, yeah, and maybe Justin too, because he's kind of standing and climbing and crawling and doing yeah. all of that. I don't remember if he said anything, but either way, 
Um, he sat for a long time in the train. <laughs> yeah, the guys did. They were like, Levi sat down like yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the guys kind of hung out in the trailer while the girls, um, we worked the floor. Yeah, exactly. We sold the, the shit out of gypsy. So, um, but I guess all of this to say, you know, it's something to think about that a 40 hour work week was created when you didn't have to think about much or have to, um, you know, really invest your mental capacity into it versus now where everything happens so fast, mm-hmm. so quickly. We have such a pressure of like turnaround time and response time and completion. And because you can work from your computer from anywhere, the expectation is like, well, I mean, if you have a deadline, why aren't you working till nine o'clock? Like, obviously you can do your job from home in front of your computer. Yeah. Um, and I just think that that's extremely interesting. And then on top of it, like you said, we have that hustle, hustle, hustle. And that is like the bane of my existence. Like I (laughs) hate hustle culture to my core. Like it sends me over the edge and maybe we'll, we'll get into it more, but, um, yeah. So what, what did you have? What did you start with? Just kind of what can cause it? Um, well, I mean, I, I was reading all of that. There are so many more health things that mm-hmm. burnout can affect. Oh, yeah. That you wouldn't really think. I mean, of course, like exhaustion or, you know, like like basic symptoms of stress. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like, well, duh. Yeah. You're working. You're overworking yourself. Right. But um, like adrenal fatigue. Adrenal mm-hmm. fatigue so common. Mm-hmm. But people don't really know all of the little signs and symptoms to recognize it so um but that's one thing that burnout can cause because you're just overdoing it you're overstimulating you're usually like not really I don't know like just taking care of yourself and Mm -hmm. so it can affect you health-wise not only mentally but um like stress and anxiety and depression and irritability and all that stuff it's more emotional but you can have like physical symptoms too yeah. So. Well, and like, just in case, I, I always, um, in case somebody doesn't know what adrenal fatigue is, it's where your body can't process the hormones that you're releasing properly. So it kind of keeps you in a heightened yeah. state, it's, you know, possibly 24 seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't turn off your fight or flight. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like state. Yeah. The, yeah. And, um, so your body's constantly producing adrenaline mm-hmm. and, your body, because our bodies are so amazing, they adapt, but that adrenaline causes, you know, like your nerves to be, um, like restricted, like your blood vessels and everything Mm -hmm. to be more restricted and just every single part of your body down to the blood vessels are tense. Mm -hmm. And when you do that for a prolonged period of time, it causes severe exhaustion, basically, and things start to not work the way that they're supposed to. So, yeah, and um, you know, something interesting that I don't think you know, you always hear of people that are like, "I was so stressed out, I didn't eat for like a week," yeah. or you know, whatever they have going on, or they forget to eat. And for the longest time, I was like, "How in the world does somebody forget to eat?" Like, <laughs> I love my food, and then I ended up kind of looking into adrenal fatigue. Um, I'm a pretty lucky person. I do a lot of very like good practices for me personally that help me with stress and anxiety. I don't have a ton 
of stress or anxiety. Um, and when I do notice it coming up, I, you know, I'm able to kind of work through it with different modalities and some of the stuff we've talked about. But when you are in a heightened like state, so your adrenaline is running, Mm -hmm. when your adrenaline is going, your body isn't worried about, um, you know, like eating, sleeping, taking care of itself, even water. It's just surviving. Like that's what it's, kind of mentality. So that's where that kind of cycle comes from when people are like, oh yeah, I forgot to eat. It's not because they were just like so busy thinking about something else. Their body is literally not cueing them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cueing them up to be like, hey, it's, you know, 4 p.m. and you haven't had breakfast or lunch Mm -hmm. and you've been running on adrenaline or, you know, how people like will try to go to sleep and their brain is constantly running. Like that is an adrenal fatigue symptom because it's pumping so much adrenaline that your brain is constantly trying to work through scenarios, even if they aren't one real, like it could be a completely Mm -hmm. unrealistic thing. But two, it's just making up things for you to think about to help it process the adrenaline like it's trying to your brain and your body are trying to like work that energy out yeah work that energy out work it through your body because they know it's at such a like freak out state it's like this isn't good let's like figure out something yeah. to get rid of this yeah. so um I don't know I just thought that was fascinating like just it, it is you it's know fun. thinking about that which is also extremely sad that that's even like a Everybody's like, oh yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, I was so... I mean, I was doing that when I was, like, here doing touch-up things at the salon, and Jacob was like, you need to go home and eat, and, like, we were here until 2 o'clock in the morning, and I had, what did I have? Like, a sandwich or something, like, that whole day, and and I was just like, I'm just eating this, so I don't, like, (laughs) feel over more shit, and yeah, Yeah. so I don't, like, get low blood sugar and pass out or something, but, like, I just wanted to go right back to the salon. Yeah. So... It, but yeah, it's stupid. I have such a bad habit of like constantly. I read this, um, the holistic psychologist mm-hmm. always posts things that I'm like, dang it, that's me. Like, <laughs> I'm feeling, oh, I feel called out right now. So, um, but she posted something a couple weeks ago and I was starting to find, like, I mean, I kind of already knew this about myself, but I didn't fully realize like the whole extent of it maybe mm-hmm. until I read it the way that she put it mm-hmm. and she said I should have saved it or I think I did but it's I yeah. don't have it pulled up um but she said people like children or just people who were in a constant state of like uncertainty or um you know just like a chaotic lifestyle basically Upbringing. growing mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and everything was kind of unpredictable and unstable and like your emotion, it was very emotional, stuff like that, you, you carry that with you. And like, that's what you're comfortable with. And that's Mm -hmm. what you, so you put yourself in situations like that. And instead of like, some people will end up being in toxic relationships that cause them, you know, that like emotional strain, because that's like what they're comfortable with. Right. Well, instead of me doing that, luckily, Um, Kind of, I guess. guess. Um, People will put themselves just like in more, in more a state of stress, and Mm -hmm. like they tend to, you know, put themselves in a situation for burnout. Yeah, and and I was just like, oh my god, that's that's exactly what I do. Like I feel like I was just so used to the chaos that 
I mean, it, it also, one of the other topics I said that we could talk about was self-sabotage because it ends up going into like you're self-sabotaging yourself when things start to feel good and things start to be like kind of chill and normal and you don't have to like work, 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 work. Yeah. But you end up piling it on anyway because you're like, okay, well, if my adrenaline's not pumping 24-7, then, like, I don't know Something's what to do wrong. with my hands, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And if you guys haven't listened, we have a whole episode on self-sabotage, like, things, and we kind of touch on our self-sabotage ways you could be self-sabotaging. Uh-huh. Um, and that's definitely – I think we kind of touch on it. It's been several episodes, so I don't fully remember, but we definitely talk about, like, right. putting yourself back into a – like um toxic pattern. yeah you're like taking on more than you can handle because it's just what you're used to um versus yeah. like what's actually good for you right I feel like I know so much more now about now that I've been like going through all of this so yeah we, we could always like circle back around but yeah um but yeah it's just it's just crazy and you know it I feel like a lot of us today since that is kind of the mentality the toxic hustle is... Oh, God. Is... <laughs> yes. I know it's one of Brittany's favorite yeah. things. <laughs> uh, if you're unaware what toxic hustle is, in my eyes, I mean, I don't think there's probably like a black and white definition, but yeah. it's that thought process. Um, for instance, like, I don't know, if, do you know who Gary V is? Gary Vaynerchuk? Uh-huh. Okay. He has some great, like mindset behind a lot of the things that he thinks about or teaches about, but he has a very like, in my, my opinion, because I do follow him. I think he does have good nuggets that I like, Mm -hmm. but he has a very toxic hustle mentality in the sense of like his philosophy is like work harder, longer, faster than your competition and Mm -hmm. you will be better. I do think there are individuals out there who you know, can kind of operate at that kind of like go, go, go. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that I would say that it's healthy, but I do think there are people that are more comfortable doing that. And I don't think the goal should be to get comfortable being like that kind of a like hustler. I do think like, yes, if you have like consistently been watching Netflix for two hours a day for a week, like, do you have more time that you could be doing something for your business or your goals or your health goals, whatever that is? For sure. Definitely. But do I think that you have to wake up at 4am, stay, stay up till midnight, like work harder, faster, stronger than your competition at every like way? No, I don't. I also think the reason burnout happens is because people can see success from Mm -hmm. that kind of lifestyle. But do you really want to build your business, your goals, your life on kind of that, like, I can't ever... On a toxic system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is what ends up leading to burnout, is that you have pushed your body, your mind, your family, your friends to that, like, limit of yeah. constantly going. You can't go on vacation and, like, turn your phone off because... You're so afraid because you've been doing that and it's been working for you. If you stop, then your business all of a sudden will crumble. And for me personally, that's not the kind of life that I want to live, that I want to build my business around Mm -hmm. that, you know, like, yes, there are times where you may like work more than others, but you still need to like, but you're not doing it all day, every day. Yeah, no. And I, I actually saw today before I came, I saw a reel that popped up and it was like, um, the top five things that dying people like, um, you know, regret, um, Mm kind of deal. And like three of them were basically like 
not spending more time with family, working too much, and like, um, you know, not doing what they wanted in life. Yeah. And I was just like, if, I mean, there's a whole book on it. I think you can, I don't know what it's called, but I've seen it several times. Like, if that's not a testament to how life should be versus what we think it is right now, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is. Like, I definitely don't want to be on my deathbed being like, oh, I shouldn't shouldn't have worked. Nobody's ever like, oh, I should have worked more. I should have gotten up at 4 a.m. every day. Right. I should, you know, yeah. like, that's not, I don't know. That doesn't seem. Like, I wish I had more money in yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, or I'm like, making, right. yeah. And I just, I think there are so many people that, like, are so successful without doing that. I was kind of looking like Richard Branson, one of the richest people in the world, like does what he loves and that ends up bringing him money. Even like Warren Buffett, like Warren Buffett is not somebody that like he preaches the long long game all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're unfamiliar, he's just like a super wealthy Uber billionaire investor. Um, And he talks about that all the time. It's like, in like kind of going after what you think you may like and you know you have to kind of enjoy what you're investing mm-hmm. in because his be philosophy like is passion. Yeah, his philosophy is like really knowing what he is investing in and if you're investing in it and really wanting to know if you don't have kind of an interest or passion behind it, you're not going to want to know about it. Yeah. So I I've been doing a lot of like in my head because I follow a lot of like entrepreneurial and quote unquote, like boss babe, you know, accounts and Mm -hmm. people. And, um, I see it pop up, you know, a lot of times they have a lot of stuff that I agree with. Otherwise (laughs) I wouldn't be following them. But when it pops up, it just like, is like a record, like screeching to a halt for me because I'm like, like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, and uh, I actually, there's this girl I follow on Instagram. Her name's Tiffany Chung, and she does like social media coaching. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about, and I haven't <laughs> followed it because like Rachel Hollis is another person, mm-hmm. not in a like hating or like, um, you know, way of not, she's just somebody that also is into the toxic hustle. And yeah. her stuff overall, I don't connect with, like at least Gary V, I have some things. Um, but I I would highly suggest if you follow people that make you think that you're not doing enough, it's time to evaluate if, if they're the people you want to be following. Mm-hmm. Or even if, like, their life lines up with the life that you want. You exactly. Know? Like, there's nobody that's, like you said, waking up at 4 a.m. and going to sleep at midnight and just working all day long and yeah. not spending time. You know, like, yeah. there's nobody like that that has healthy relationships. Yeah. Or that... Yeah. That has a family. So, like, if you want a family or have a family, like, that's not realistic for you. Right. So, you need to find somebody to, you know, be your... Um, I listened to this podcast and they called it my, like, your challenge mm-hmm. person, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's who you look at and you're like, okay, you're the one that's pushing me harder. But yeah. But in the healthy way. Yeah. So, like, you just you definitely have to think about the kind of life that you want. And if, yeah, like all you care about is how much money you have in the bank and you don't ever want to have a day off or be able to like step away from your phone for a few hours, then like, cool, better for you. But like that, obviously that's not the life that I want. So, yeah. I mean, I think like a perfect example because I watch a lot of the like, um, what's it like million dollar listing on Bravo Mm -hmm. or even like selling sunset on Netflix. I know. I love that. (laughs) Um, 
but a lot of them they they have a you know because it is a i'm sure a very high stakes stressful job for sure like i don't you know they're selling real estate that's worth millions and millions of dollars and it's competitive and all of that and they will talk about like kind of constantly going 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 and you'll see because it's a reality show like their relationship suffering or you'll see them like breaking down crying because they haven't spent time with their kids in a month or like you know they go through a divorce because the job took over and I you you hear a lot about people that kind of get to burnout which is when they end up having kind of their kind of breakdown of what has been happening with their life and sometimes you know a lot of times people either completely give up on their dreams or you know a lot of people will um they'll give up on those other things yeah they'll give up on those other things and you know some people luckily will find their burnout and realize what they were doing isn't sustainable Mm -hmm. anymore and obviously they've they've had their burnout and that usually looks like just completely giving up and like being done with something because you can't handle it versus adjusting to like the life you want. Mm -hmm. Um, what's her name? Susie. I think it's like Baptiste or bat the girl that does, um, poopery. Um, she kind of had, I mean, it's Susie something. Um, it's like Susie Batiste or Baptiste or something Mm -hmm. like that. But, um, she, uh, poopery in case anyone, is unaware. <laughs> they basically make smelly good stuff. So when you go to the bathroom, it doesn't smell you in the spray bathroom. In the toilet yeah. before you poo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like a billion dollar company. Poo, <laughs> yeah, but. no, never. Um, and she went through that kind of like what a, you know earlier on, and came back and was like, didn't give up on poopery, but decided like how she really wanted to like run the business. She ended up like moving into like an old church that was like for sale and like turned it into her house. She like meditates, she manifests and like went, you know, from like struggling to like, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, several billion dollars. It's a huge, I'm just, I'm blown away that like poop spray is a billion dollar industry or company. I have three bottles. I know. I saw, I saw you (laughs) opening them on the first day that we were here. So all of that to say, like there are plenty of people that can like like Aaron said, like somebody that could motivate you to live the kind of life that you want. And I always love that quote is like, don't take advice from somebody whose life you don't want. And I don't want a burnt out entrepreneur's life. Like that's not for me. The whole reason we moved to Winfield was because we felt like we were like, you could settle down a little. Yeah. Like we were going to going, 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 like the next promotion, the next raise, the next company, you know, like always going out, like, you know, kind of at that that wits end of like too much too too often kind of deal and that's why we moved to Winfield Mm -hmm. was to slow down and just like enjoy life and I'll be damned if I moved from like Kansas City to Winfield to then turn around and like become a you know hustler to feel burnout (laughs) yeah exactly so um I, I think it's just important to kind of know all of that and recognize if you're headed that way on ways that you can change things and um You know, we've done several episodes where we've answered questions on, like, how to help with, like, stress or anxiety, Mm -hmm. crystals or essential oils, all of that kind of stuff. Um, So, but just, like, a few things that we like on, you know, what we can, what you can use to kind of help you at least maybe not completely 
turn the car around headed towards burnout, but at least maybe like make a, a left so you're not headed straight for it. Right. Um, I, I learned something and I've been loving it. It helps me fall asleep so quick and it's so simple and easy. Um, it's, I don't know if there's like an actual like term for it, but it's basically breathing out longer than you're breathing in. And, um, there are two, um, systems that run in your body. There is the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. And the sympathetic is the one that kind of kicks into fight or fight or flight. Um, it's the one that kind of like helps release your adrenaline, keeps you like in survival mode, all of that. And parasympathetic is your calming, um, system. So it's what like kind of takes you out of that. It's when you're in restorative, like most of the time, unless you're going through something super stressful, like you're when in you're meditating. Yeah. When you're meditating, when you're sleeping, um, those kind of things. And, um, if you breathe out longer than you're breathing in, it's actually activating your, your parasympathetic in a way to, um, differentiate those two. Think of like, um, parasympathetic as like peace and calm, like mm-hmm. the P in front of it, peace and the S in front of sympathetic is stress. So, um, but one thing to do is the easiest way to do it is to breathe in for four counts through your nose and breathe out for six to eight counts out of your mouth. So I, I found out about it in manifestation babes course that I'm taking. And I just found out about it like two weeks ago and I use it all the time. And it's actually like my favorite way to meditate now because I count the breath or mm-hmm. like the, the inhale, seconds. exhale. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it like keeps my mind from wandering because I'm just counting You're one, so two, focused. three, four, yeah. you know, one, you know, one That's through good. I'm obsessed and I didn't, I, I mean, wasn't, I do like square breathing when yeah, I fall asleep. But yeah. Yeah. I can um, see how it just like helps you relax a little bit further. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I even did it just last night. I'm like, I was like in a good mood and like had a good day and was like, I don't know. I felt productive. And so like, I wasn't like wound down enough yet for sleep. Like nothing was wrong, but I knew I was like, I can't fall asleep right now. I'm too like mm-hmm. kind of excited, wired, whatever. And I did that. And the next thing I knew, like I was waking up this morning. So, um, I think it's a really good one to try. So, um, do you have some essential oils or crystals that you like for Ooh. stress and burnout stuff? I love, lately I've been diffusing, well, it also, this blend is like super good for allergies too, mm-hmm. and since oh. Kansas is just a big bucket of allergies right now, <laughs> yep. all of, like, you guys have no idea unless you live in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think you have allergies, but you have no clue. Um <laughs> Uh, which Jacob has like really bad allergies. I just have like seasonal here and there, yeah, so same. nothing crazy. But um, it helps me sleep. So lavender obviously mm-hmm. is like amazing for <laughs> for um, relaxation. Um, I mean, really for everything. Mm-hmm. And so um, I love lavender, peppermint, a little bit of peppermint. Like I do more lavender at night. Yeah. So like ten drops of lavender. Um, you could do like six drops of peppermint, six drops of eucalyptus, six drops of rosemary, mm-hmm. and, um, like six drops, uh, or I mean, I usually do like a couple extra, so like seven to eight drops of frankincense. Mm-hmm. 
That's a really good one. And then during the day, I'll swap out frankincense for lemon. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, a little more uplifting. and Yeah. Um, it's so good. I but, love rosemary. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what I've been diffusing at night. And I am not a sleeper, so yeah. I definitely feel like I've been sleeping better. And, like, obviously, the eucalyptus and the peppermint just, like, soothe your airway and all of that goodness. But um, frankincense just like and lavender on their own are amazing for relaxation um there's a blend called peace and calming and I don't remember everything that's in it because Mm -hmm. I just always make sure I have it on hand (laughs) yeah um I I need to find out because I used to know and now I can't remember but I think a lot um, of um um like wood scented um are very earthy they can kind of feel grounding so you don't feel so like for grounding yeah yeah so like a cedar cedar (laughs) yeah cedar wood a fir um like a blue spruce like Mm -hmm. any of those kind of and any of those blend really well with a citrus scent so anything um like black spruce there's one called northern lights black spruce i don't i have blue spruce i wonder i wonder how different they smell I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're just different kinds of pine trees or, right. you know, or whatever. That kind of, similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, but any kind of those kind of woodsy scents mm-hmm. um, mixed with, like, lime, lemon, grapefruit, orange can be, like, grounding and uplifting at the same time. Yeah. You know, they um, do really well. I know my mom loves, um, like, woodsy scents. Um, uh, you can find, which it can be kind of in like overwhelming. So I would say start with like three to four drops, but like there's Palo Santo, mm-hmm. um, oil, which smells really good, but it's so strong. strong. Yeah. Like I, I kid you not, like I have to keep it inside of a Ziploc inside of my essential oil container because I can like smell it coming everywhere. Um, so, and maybe it's just me. I don't know, but it is really strong to me. Um, but I love the way it smells. I, I cleanse my house with Palo Santo. Um, and so those are really good. I, you know, and I, I agree. Lavender and chamomile are really good mm-hmm. for like stress and kind of like decompressing. Um, and then as far as crystals, what's your favorite crystal? For relaxation? Relaxation. Yeah. Yeah. I had or couple, balance or whatever. I had a cut well like four I guess yeah um written down for like success and Mm -hmm. motivation obviously like we talk about citrine a lot and we love citrine Mm -hmm. because it's like you know super motivating uplifting it's good energetic stone Mm -hmm. um so yeah and that's one that people love to use for like uh, manifesting and just I guess motivation is really like yeah what if you're if you're facing burnout if you're struggling <laughs> yeah. with burnout then you know yeah happy happy motivation yeah it is should, what you are yeah. kind of looking for mm-hmm. um pyrite is a really good one which if you're unfamiliar that's fool's gold like that's what it looks like and it's yes. it's so pretty i love it's it it's gold and sparkly and mm-hmm. yeah it's fool's gold <laughs> um so obviously good for manifesting. All, mm-hmm. all of these would be good for manifestation too, mm-hmm. but um, then carnelian. Yes. So it's like kind of balances out too. So it's like your power stone and activates your root chakra, which yeah. can kind of ground you down and stand in your power. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Keeping you grounded is what you need. So I think just like having all of these around or, you know, the combination yeah. would be super powerful. Um, and then sodalite. Oh, I love sodalite. So are there, aren't our bracelets made of sodalite? 
Um, well, I think we got a couple, didn't we? Because we got a yeah, gray one. one we got the um, hematite one, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that one's so heavy. I love it. I know. Yeah. I, it definitely helps me with anxiety. So yeah. that would be another good grounding. stone for grounding. Mm-hmm. And it's really good for, like, protecting your energy and stuff like that. So not a bad one to throw in there. Yeah. Um, I think, too, anything um, for your heart chakra. So... Um, your heart chakra is like your balancing chakra. So it's right in the middle. You have three upper and three lower chakras and the heart chakra is right in the middle. Um, and so anything green could be beneficial for kind of balancing out because while we're talking about not burning out, there's obviously still action involved with like making your, you know, your business or life successful. Um, so we don't want you to just like sit in a corner and man, you know, meditate and manifest your best life. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, meditate, yes, manifest, but it also takes like setting an LLC up or like hiring an employee or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anything green. So, um, you know, like a jade, an aventurine, if you like, um, are calling in money. Um, just those kind of can definitely help. Um, I also, I didn't, I need to send you a picture. My mom got me for one of my Easter presents, a ginormous, like no exaggeration. Like I'm showing Aaron. It's like, it's huge tourmaline. It is. Wow. I'm obsessed with tourmaline. If you come over to my house, I have tourmaline on every entry mm-hmm. point to my house to like stop negative energy. But that's what it's great for is like dissipating that's any so cool. kind of like bad, low hanging energy. And this thing is like, I don't know, eight inches high and four inches wide. It's huge. I, I'm, it's, I'm obsessed. Obviously I can't even put into words <laughs> how much I love it. She um, looks like a little kid with a puppy. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my crystal. Um, but anyways, tourmaline's really good. And, um, also hematite, like we said, we both have hematite bracelets and it's like a very, it's like pretty it's dark gray, dense. almost black, yeah. but it's like, like a heavy, purple. yeah, it's a heavy bracelet and it's for grounding. And also like, it's great for, kind of helping you not, um, pick up on other people's like energy. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like your little protection shield, which would be great. And then, um, obviously like all of these can kind of help you in the moment, but the best thing to do is not to be living your life outside of alignment with what you want. So we can kind of give you all the tips and tricks to kind of help you. And obviously we believe in all of these things. It's what we use day in and day out. Um, like if you come to my house, it's covered in crystals. Aaron's house is covered in crystals. The salon has crystals, Mm -hmm. um, essential oils, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we meditate all of yoga. Those kind of things can all help with the symptoms, but if you don't fix the cause, it's not going to do anything. So, um, you know, one thing to like look for in your life is when you're doing things because you think you should do them versus being excited about them. Mm -hmm. So if you think you have to get up at 4am to like crush your goals and do that versus wanting to do that, there's probably something, you know, there, like some people do really well working in the evenings and some people do really well working in the morning or like my golden time is from like one to six o'clock. Like that's where I feel the most motivated, where I'm like kind of in my zone. And that's, you know, very different for a lot of people. And, um, I, I did a training call a while back for my Mon 8 team. And a lot of the girls, like at the end of it, it was like a Q and a, and they were like, what's your morning routine? What's your morning routine? What's your morning routine? Because 
we've been fed this kind of like, all successful people have a morning routine and they all do it this way and they, you know, set themselves up. They don't look at their phone for an hour. They, you know, work out for 45 minutes, have a green juice, like, you know, Uh all of those kind of things, which I'm sure there are pros to a lot of that. And there's things that I do in the morning. Yeah. That like I work out in the morning, not because I think successful people work out in the morning, but because I know if I don't work out in the morning, it's not happening. Like there's no like, Oh God, well, you know, Ed Milet says I have to wake up at 4am and you know, otherwise run four miles. Yes. Yes. Because you got to do it while the competition's sleeping and whatever. No, I do it because I know me. Like, I know that if I don't do it in the morning, I'm not doing it at 5 o'clock at night. Like, it's not happening. So all of that to kind of say you have to do what's right for you. And you'll know because you won't necessarily enjoy what you're doing because you think you should. You'll enjoy the hard work when it's what you want to do. Yeah, you'll feel – well, exactly. Like, nobody feels good doing things that, like – I mean, okay, so you don't really want to work out if you're just starting to, like, get into the habit of working out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't sound like the most fun thing that you're going to do all day, but after you do that consistently and you can feel, like, the changes and, like, more energy and stuff like that, you you can say, like, oh, I still don't really like working out that much, but you're, like, proud of yourself. And yeah. you feel good doing something that's good for you. Yeah. And that's getting you closer to a goal. So, like, same thing with little, like, habits that you have as far as work or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. If if you know that it's pushing you towards the goal that you genuinely want and that, like, it's going to give you joy, then it feels good doing it. Yeah. No, I would agree. I mean, I know my body feels better working out even when, like... I'm tired or I maybe didn't get a full, mm-hmm. like, you know, night of or you're sleep. Or like muscles are sore. Yeah. Or, you know, like I know I feel good, but like it doesn't feel good to me to kind of always have to live in that like do, do more to be more for sure life, I guess. And so I think that's the biggest thing is to understand like if you feel jittery, if you feel anxious, if you feel pressure, if you constantly find yourself like doing something because you think you should, or, um, you're even doing something and you're not seeing results, um, because you're just doing it out of an energy of like, well, this is what I was told to do. So mm-hmm. I have to this do is what it. Someone else does. Yeah. Those yeah. are all signs and things that you're kind of leading yourself towards burnout. And when you catch yourself not wanting to show up for something like, mm-hmm. so if it's your business or, you know, we're obviously talking a lot about business and it can be kind of, um, show up in, in that way. It can also show up in motherhood where you feel like you have to volunteer for every, you know, bake sale activity. Your kids have to play 12 sports. You have to like show up to the fundraiser, you know, all of those kind of things It can show up in that way. I'm sure it can show up in relationships when you're living out of like alignment and not being who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not just business, but no, if you're not like, if you aren't feeling, you know, that kind of like, excitement for what you're doing um you're probably you know headed towards burnout or at the very least a very like big indifference on what happens and when you've kind of reached that point you know that um you know something needs to be evaluated yeah so definitely when you read the definition I I went before that <laughs> I was like yeah I could see uh burnout happening in like 
relationships for sure and yeah just any aspect but yeah um, I guess you know I have like a little list of some simple things that you can like keep in mind yeah before you read that I just wanted to read this last little thing um that goes that we kind of talked about what Mm -hmm. what you can understand if you're headed towards burnout so that what you're reading will make go with that. Um, So burnout is a reaction to prolonged or chronic stress and is characterized by three main dimensions, exhaustion, cynicism. So less identification with the job or passion and feelings of reduced professional ability. So basically your kind of idea that you can't do something well anymore. You're feeling, you know, sinister, cynical cynical oh my gosh (laughs) you're feeling cynical it was right there yeah it was on the tip of my tongue um or you're exhausted and tired those are things to start looking for if you're finding that popping up in your life yeah so um a few things or a few ways that you can prevent burnout not that you have to do it the same way that everybody else does (laughs) like obviously we're all about find what works for you what feels Mm -hmm. good because that's the whole point right so make time like make time for exercise if that's therapeutic to you make time for meditating make time for the people you care about things like that um shut down so decide on a time that you're going to put your phone away at night or decide like after five o'clock I'm not doing anything that relates to work or social media or whatever it is that like sucks more energy out of you than it should Mm -hmm. you have to learn how to like draw the line somewhere so I think that that's one thing. I pretty much ignore my phone all day um, when I'm working, but then I end up being on it like all evening when I'm not making dinner or cleaning up or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to have to start just picking a time that I just forget about it. Mm -hmm. And... Every now and then I'm good about doing that, but then I feel guilty and I'm like, okay, someone's probably messaging me and they're like, oh, she doesn't want to do my hair or she doesn't want to talk to me or, you know, whatever. And so that's a hard one, but definitely important quality sleep, the breathing techniques, mm-hmm. um, like some essential oils or doing like a quick meditation before bed. That would be a really good way to help, but find a routine at night that's really like calming for you and that is going to help you get good sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, Move your body. So again, that kind of goes with like making time, but then mindset, do the mindset work, find somebody that is, you know, like about the same things that you are and that feels good for what you're chasing after and work on your mindset. That's going to be, I think one of the biggest things to figure out. I agree. Like if you're on the right path or not. Mm -hmm. So, um, Learn to say no. There's a whole episode on that (laughs) if you want to go back and listen to it. Um, And then I really liked this one. I also read, I think it was Billie Eilish. um, In an interview, she said that the way that she she used to think she had to do everything and she'd get overwhelmed and she was like, okay, I'm never, like, this is impossible. Mm -hmm. And her mom used to tell her, like, take your dream Mm -hmm. and lay it out in steps and then like go after the first step and then go after the second step and then go after, you know, so Mm -hmm. on and so forth. So break your dreams into small steps. That's good. And then ask for help. Yes. That's a huge one. I'm so bad at this, (laughs) but I have definitely learned how it it can be very important and very helpful if you just put put a little pride aside. (laughs) Um, And 
yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, I think those are all good ones um, and important. And there should be a couple in there that you can definitely take and implement. Start implementing small things now so you don't end out in a burnout sm- like spiral and give up on your dreams or your life you're envisioning because everyone will think, you know, that if they you know, it it didn't work out because they burnt out. It means that they failed and it wasn't, you know, meant to work out. And that's not always the case. It's that you could be going about your Mm -hmm. dreams, your goals in a way that's just unhealthy. And your soul is like, fuck this. Like, this isn't what we're here for. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not a viable option for you. Just go about it in a way that, you know, lights you up and feels good. Yes, there's hard work involved, but it doesn't mean that you're like at your wits end, stressed out, snapping at people, sleep deprived, and in a constant state of adrenaline. Like that's not, I'm sure nobody puts that down for (laughs) what their dream life is. So if you find yourself at that level, that doesn't change unless you change it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take control. Yes. So, all right. Well, um, if you guys have any questions or need um, any resources or recommendations on things, definitely reach out. But, um, you know, in our book, alignment is better than hustle any day. So um, we hope you can kind of find that that balance for you so that you can go after the life you want without turning into a downward spiral. Yeah. Live the life you want and enjoy it. Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. That's perfect. All right, guys. Well, have a good week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. If you liked this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.